Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. I gotta tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're in Colorado, or in Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, or right here in sweet Virginia, sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $500 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download the app, bet big, win bigger. And let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply, must be 21 or older and present in state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. Thursday night time machine, what is the tally between us? I'm up two to one. So it's a pivotal game. Three to one can feel really towering. And like I told you last week, when I start seeing it, last week was a bit of luck for me. But when I start seeing them, I really start seeing them. I, I tend not to stop. This one I feel pretty good about. So what do you think happens? Joe burrowed himself in the ground and went and lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, you're, you're taking the Jags? I'm not. I don't have the fortitude. I really want to because listen to this. LaVisca, Marvin Jones, DJ Shark, couple yeah, dudes on defense. Sounds good on paper. Cincinnati 26. Jacksonville 21. Great. This is awesome. I get to root for a Jacksonville uh, implosion, which is always fun. It just feels safe. So I got Cincinnati 28-20. I'm so glad you're on the underside of that uh, delta there. You're close too, though. Okay. 28-20. Now the line is is like uh, around the You're always on the line. That's what I need to remember. You always pick the number that's on the line. If Cincy wins by six or fewer, I win. I'm up two to one. Yeah. If Cincy wins by seven or more, you're the big winner. If Jacksonville wins, neither of us does. That's right. Tape, Trevor Lawrence has thrown seven interceptions. Reed, historically, where are we on that? Okay. Lawrence is the fifth QB since the uh, 79 merger to throw multiple interceptions in his first three games. He is on pace to throw in a 17-game season to throw 39.6 interceptions. 39.6. That would break the record. I think Manning had the, 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 is the best guy that threw a bunch of picks. He had the rookie mm-hmm. pick record, right? 28. He is a rookie pick. In Jim Zorn is right behind him in uh, 1974 with 27. Um, in a 16 game season, Lawrence would throw at the current rate is 37.3 interceptions. He has a, 5.9 interception rate. Well, Taylor, you hope that uh, the math changes tonight and the people listening this morning are like, well, it's totally different now. He's only going to throw 31. Hey, I mean, I bet you when he threw two picks at the, the beginning of the Army All-American game way back in 2018, uh, people were thinking this guy sucks. Hershey, Pennsylvania. Hello. Why Hershey? 
Why not? Because, uh, I don't know. I haven't eaten Hershey chocolate, like chocolate? in a while. Yeah, but it kind of keeps me up at night. Dark chocolate does, as long as it's the like milk chocolate, which I don't like that much. I don't like the taste of milk chocolate that much. I like dark chocolate. Do you like almond shortbread cookies? Sure. Yeah. Ten, after 10 right p.m. answer. Yeah. Sure. Right answer. Yep, absolutely. Um, Elsewhere in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Philadelphia this weekend. Talk to me. Charity tailgate this Sunday. All right, it's my favorite kind of charity event, a tailgate, dude. So, yeah. Benefiting the Chris Long Foundation, its commitment to serve the most vulnerable populations at home and abroad. At home and on broad. Think about that. A little double entendre there, mate. You like that. Uh, but it's Sunday, 1030. We're going to live stream to, you know, from Greenlight Tube, which is now the name of our Greenlight YouTube thing, which is awesome. And... Uh, we're going to be talking about every NFL game around the league briefly. So interviews with a couple of guys that are going to be there, Brent Selleck, Garrett Blunt, but like we're going to spread the wealth. It's not going to be all Philly for people who are going to tune in from outside. We're going to talk about all the Sunday games, and my man Les Bowen is going to help me out there. So, you know, could be some pop-up guys. You never know. Us football players, tough to get in touch with, tough to, you know, get on the calendar with. You know, guys will just pop up the day before, so you never know who might be there. Buy a ticket. Uh, at www.waterboys.org uh, slash events and uh, come support if you're in Philly. But if you're not, you know, tune in. Philly youth especially will be benefited uh, at this event. So hometown all the way. And the Chiefs are in town. Chiefs are in town in, you know, less important news. Uh, but yeah, like, do you hate Philadelphia? Because you could have just said, hello, Philadelphia. I don't hate Philadelphia, but I have a process. I went through the process. I landed on Hershey, and then I, I come to the office, and I'm told, just make it Philadelphia. No, I'm going to be true to me and true to the process. I went Pennsylvania. So that so whole, they, that so whole you mental could, gymnastics I had to do to figure out why Hershey was because of the process. Trust the process. Very Philly of you. Yes, but I stayed in the state of Pennsylvania so that you could mention Philly in this Look charity you. event. You're like, a, you're like stocked into my Malone. Hey, speaking of this charity event. Yeah. Right here, I don't right be now. Malone. No, I don't want to be Malone. Never mind. On this podcast, I would like to donate $25 to oh, Water Boys. Thank you so much. My heart is full. You're welcome. Thank you, sir. Yeah, Appreciate hey, you. And you that. at home can too. Uh, if you're not going to check the live stream out, just pay it forward. Chris Long Foundation is going to stay working in Philly. We that, are. That's, that's 50 chickens to your cause. Yeah. Worthy cause. Have a ball. Thank you. I'll see you back in here Sunday night. I'm sure we'll get out of it. You want to come with me? I want to officially invite you to Philadelphia. Oh. Here, I'll write it down on a piece of paper. Can somebody write that down on a piece of parchment and deliver it to him via a bird in some medieval fashion so he so he feels properly invited? Anglophile. Thank, thank you. This will suffice. Thank you for the invitation. And uh, big MLS weekend, actually, in Seaville. Mm, so Glad to see that the houses are moving, at least in the MLS oh, world, not in the fantasy world. Nice. Yeah, so. Nice. Um, hey. <laughs> but I'll see you right back here I Sunday night. I do appreciate the, the alley-oop there, bro. It's important to us, um, and Philly's important to us still. I'm making jokes about it on the podcast that it's a little too important in the football sense. But civically, I want to be Connor Barwin, you know? Connor Barwin's Mr. Philly. I want to be like the... Maybe one of the vice presidents or something on his staff. I think so they like you around there. We're going to stay involved there. Hey, layup line. It is the 23rd anniversary of two legendary uh, hip-hop albums, Equemini, which is one of my personal, 
maybe two favorite uh, rap albums of all time, and they both happened within a span of three years by the same uh, group. Actually, you could throw in Southern Playlisted Cadillac uh, Music as well, which uh, that's a three album run that I talk about in this pod that's legendary, uh, and Hard Knock Life. They both came out this week in 1998. How cool was it to be 13? Um, or what you, you were? 12. 12, which a lot happens when you're 12 and 13, dude. 13, at 13, you're a teenager. Kind of, yeah. So 12, like full on. Full on. It Literally. changes a lot. We don't need to get into it, but it changes a lot. Equemini, I was going to pick like my favorite uh, song on these respective albums that don't have the album title. The artist storytelling part two off of Quemini. And I'm gonna go money cash hoes as my uh, as my layup line selection from uh, Hard Knock Life. So fun song. You want to read those lyrics? <laughs> it's deep. It's a deep song. Subject matter's deep. Yo, yo, J-A-Y, I flow sick, fuck all y'all haters, blow dick. I spits the game for those that... <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't need to. Cause we, no. No. <laughs> I spits the game for those that throw bricks, money cash hoes, money cash chicks. What? Sex, murder, and mayhem, romance for the street... Only wife of mine's is a life of crime, this and since life's a bitch in mini skirts and big chests, how can I not flirt with death? That is an incredible line, too. <laughs> I mean, the energy on that song is in incredible. I mean, the, the lyrics are a little bit problematic, maybe in 2021, but hey, don't look at me. I didn't write the song, okay? And since don't cancel life's me a for bitch. talking about the song. <laughs> Cancel somebody else in mini skirts and big chests. We don't need to repeat the line. It makes me. A I'm just bit not of, quite following it. Life's a bitch. I get. Yeah, but life. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like flirting with death, living life to the fullest. Oh, it's oh, a, oh, we're flirting it's a beautiful with death. Woman, Got a, it. a buxom, beautiful woman. Hove, man. Right. Takes you a second <laughs> wow. there, doesn't it? Dude. Also a part-time podcaster here on International Podcast Day, Chris. Oh, that's, uh, well, I love that we do this. Yes. I love that we do this. Hey, I've got... Some <laughs> I tell everyone who asks, it's really hard. To podcast with me? Oh, just <laughs> to podcast in general. It is. It's a tough job. A lot of people, my kid, like uh, my kids come... When I come home, they're like, were you working? And I think one day they're going to wake up and be like, they're going to decide to stop using that verb. Right. They're going to realize what a podcast is and they're going to say... Dad, were you fucking around at work? But in reality... It's work. Yeah. It's work. And the bills get paid this way. So uh, I am really excited that you recognize that holiday because the other day you did not recognize National Daughters Day. What Tuesday, gives? September well, 28th. Hold on a National second. Sons Day. Yeah. Well, I wish my sons a happy uh, National Sons Day. When we were taping, you didn't mention Waylon oh. or Luke. So well, to Waylon and Luke, a belated... That's interesting. Happy Reed, National do you wanna, Sons Day. Maybe you were just shell shocked because I totally wished your. Yeah, Megan. Maybe you should listen to that pod. Yeah, I know you don't listen to a lot. You of added it in later. No, no, it was that was live. He we said did it, it live. Fuck it, it, we did it live. We did it live, dude. You're shell shocked right now. You well, fucked me. 
No, we did not coordinate this. That was a dunk that I uh, that I came up with right there. You walked into it, but I, I didn't think about that before okay. you, you celebrated okay. a fake-ass holiday. Let like me regroup. National Daughters Day, fake-ass holiday, podcast day, noteworthy. Well, it's international, so it carries a bit more okay, weight. Okay, got it. But <laughs> in totally the words, regrouped. In the words of Scott Van Pelt yeah. on this show, yep. I just wish Waylon and Luke had a better dad. <laughs> That's all. Drug addicted podcaster. I mean, if Waylon and Luke lived in your house, they're probably beating up burglars for the family, aren't they? Well, yes. Yeah, so, so far, none have come to the house. <laughs> so I'm technically batting a thousand or zero. Hey, housekeeping. Speaking of, uh, well, first, I want to shout out a couple of ballers of the program. Actually, you can because they're your fans. Boppers. Hey. Two of my best friends. Big I wake boppers. up wake up with my daughter this morning. Oh, good. That's incredible. You deserve a fucking medal. Being a dad, flip on Sports Center while yeah. we're, you know, drinking yeah. a bottle. And it's my two guys. It's Randy Scott and it's Field Yates. So I snap a picture of him. Field looks like he has lipstick on. And um, put it on Twitter and uh, talk to the talk to the fellas online for everyone online. to see. But it, you could tell they, they, they got some of the inside jokes, so oh, they might listen to Randy's the podcast. Randy's the man because Randy get the, the, the little inside jokes that are only inside like me. Yeah. Uh, Randy gets. Yeah, that's good. He, he's, he's parking his car in, in the In same, your garage. In the same garage. That's that good. I shout out to those guys. In. Big shout out to those guys. Back to uh, you being a good parent. I think you have a gambling problem. <laughs> I think we have crossed into the threshold of you having a gambling, gambling problem. Four baseball games at once last night. Four baseball games at once, which, for one thing, obliterates the notion that you're busier than me. Oh, at 10 o'clock at night? Bro, at 10 o'clock at night, I'm still working. Okay. Well, I mm. run a foundation, too. We heard about it earlier in the pod. I worked so hard that I was just able to donate to that foundation. Mother <laughs> trucker. All right. Okay. So Reed goes to bed at 3 a.m. most nights. Okay. How many jobs does Reed have? I have like four. <laughs> I think Reed's busier than you. Okay. Hey, what's this whole thing in America about being busy? <laughs> it's not, but you're the one that makes yourself seem like you're just impossibly busy. No, no. That's in your head. All right. Okay. I work smart. Okay, but we have I a gambling hard. problem. You're busy gambling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to be fair, it's not. You've been, you were, it's the most brilliant idea I've ever heard. Hey, make, here's a hundred bucks a week to gamble with. It'll be content. I turned you out, dude. I, I get, yeah, oh, okay. I gave you one hit. I can wrap my head around that. I can talk about that on a pod and then boom, full blown addiction. So yeah, it was uh, four parlays. Um, <laughs> four parlays. So there's really like double digit bets involved. Hey, the Reds and over 7.5 lost. Okay. The Indians, under nine runs, lost. The Tampa Bay Rays, an under nine, big winner, ding, ding, ding. The LA Angels, an over 8.5, big winner, ding, ding, ding. Phillies lost the division. I'm not even paying attention to this sport anymore. So these were four $10 bets, 10 bucks, all right? Yeah. And I ended up making uh, like 50 bucks. Phillies, two hit. Good for you. Okay, wait, wait, you still have a problem. So $50. Yeah. yeah. Divided by two is twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. And you just made two twenty-five dollar donations. Oh, damn it! Ha! That's good. Thank you. Actually, keep gambling. Keep gambling. Good c cowboy. Cowboy. Mm. The Phillies, though, they threw me out of a moving vehicle on Broad Street and just 
backed up over me, dude. If you know how stupid I feel about that bet, because I really pushed my poker chips to the oh, middle did of the you? table. A few units. Yeah, well, I thought we were going to get some content out of it, but it turns out not a lot of time to watch baseball. Busy. I do want to make light of something Okay. really quickly. Sure. You peed your pants earlier. No, 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 no. I peed the toilet, and then when I was done, there... I, Look, there's, I'm there's getting always older. A little, it's always a little residual if you're a dude. Sometimes you rush out of the bathroom. You all know what I'm talking about. But this was like a full-on peeing incident. I mean, this was like, we got to cut you off earlier. I was like, Reed, can you get me some waters? And I was like, no, 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 not for making, dude. No, that's fair. This is my ugly. And part of it is the pant, okay? I'm wearing a Nike pant. No shade to Nike. This is my game day pant. Who's played Thursday night? This is my game day pant. And don't um, fuck up the Nike endorsement for facts. Right, talking right, about right. About Nike. It it shows dribble more so <laughs> than other pant. Okay. Now hold on. Yeah. I go into the bathroom for another pee, and I walk in to see not only unflushed pee of yours. Sorry. Which you might say is responsible water conservation behavior, when really it is. It is literally serial killer behavior no, 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 not no. to flush no, your pee. You're right about that. You're right about that. Okay. Guilty as charged, but that's not what I was going to say. What I was going to say was I forgot because I was rushing here to do the podcast. No excuse. Okay. It has nothing to do with water conservation. Uh, we don't never meet your heroes. Yellow mellow here. Second point yeah. of two points. Mm-hmm. It was yellow as hell. You're a bad teammate. I'm dehydrated right now. You're a bad teammate. Yeah, but we're going to hit this pot out of the park, dude. And then I, I, I flush yours. Yeah. And then, because I'm, I'm not peeing on top of your pee. That's weird to me. Yeah, no question. And then I went clear. I'm clear. I'm a good teammate. Okay, that's fine. But all your clear is all over your khakis. <laughs> and you walked into a meeting full of five people earlier. And it was like bad enough that I had to be like, hey, man. What's on your pants? Yeah, you peed a little, huh? Yeah. Okay, that's ugly. So this week's been, that's been par for the course for you. Well, yeah. I Gambling. Help change you guys' tire. Put it on the internet. Little, little funny, you know. That was a total uh, like look at me move. Look at me changing oh, the it's, tire. It's totally you, look at me, but it's also I, I, I intersperse some self-deprecation into did. the look at me. And I almost believe that you actually changed that I tire. Did. I did. I you did. really did change yes, that tire. You I did. really can change a tire. I assisted changing that tire. Okay, you're gonna we're gonna need to stop here for a second. In in what way? You didn't jack the car. Did. You jacked the car. Jacked the car up. You jacked it up. And then we were having trouble getting the bolts off of the tire with the nail in it. Oh, man, you've got me here. And we, of the five, we had to break off two of them. Mm. Uh, but then finally did get the tire off. You might be Spare a better on. dad than me. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. No. I'm conceding here. Tire change? Fucking kidding me? But then I, I yeah, I posted on the internet and... People uh, ripped you. Hey, that squat doesn't look like a tire changing squat, and you have noodly arms. Well, you, you do look like you're making a tire changing sound. Look at like your a child. Look at your lips. I was talking a, to people no, while that was being no, taken. You're definitely making a, a drill sound. Which I was is not, not making a drill. A sound. You're, you're doing the sound you think changing a tire makes. This is a big publicity sound. This is a shout out to uh, to Michael Coleman. It was his car. Oh well, saving a, a friend of the program. Yeah. Yeah, you've uh, you 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 helped the passenger on this train, man. So you deserve. Uh, hey, cheer up, man. You might have peed your pants. You might have a gambling problem, but you <laughs> you're better dead than me, and you can change a tire in 2021. That's incredible, incredible. I would never. You odds on being able to change a tire. I plus Dr. Kingston. What are you setting those odds at? 
plus two thousand. Yeah, two thousand. Like, it's like the the Come Texans on, fellas. winning the Super Bowl. It's not that difficult. Plus two fifty. And you'd put my odds at probably plus eight hundred, maybe, just by having a beard and being tall. But like, I can't <laughs> fucking change a tire. Tall dude. bearded people change tires. Fuck yeah, they can. Yeah, yeah. That's so what you'd I'm be saying. like minus one fifty. Yeah, I know gambling now. I know it's odds. It's two thousand twenty-one. Even the guys with beards who are tall and thirty-five, the chances are they might have missed the the generation that everybody could just. You're calling AAA. Yeah, I'm calling fucking AAA. Yeah. You yeah. also run out of gas a lot, so you probably I ran have out like of gas a three to four times gold a year. membership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ran out of gas a couple months ago. Sports world ugly. You ready? Oh yeah. NBA vax drama. Oh. Drama synonymous with the NBA, but now we're on to the vaccine. Oh, if it's NBA uh, drama, I am like, I've, I've quit that like I quit betting the Seahawks. Media days were, were this week. And that's what happened. That's why all we yeah. found out about all the guys who were like, fuck it, let me just raw dog Everybody this got up onto the dais and they talked about their uh, personal decision being personal. But you know what, though, honestly. I do want to acknowledge that, you know, like, hey, Bradley Beal, who I really like, St. Louis guy, all that stuff, at least tried to talk it out. Now, it's bad reasoning. It's really bad reasoning. I'm about to tell you why. He thought that it's like a slam dunk that, um, you know, like, you can still get COVID. He was looking at the press room like, see, you guys probably didn't have anything for that. And I'm like, no, they do. Like, you know, they do because these people are not being hospitalized or dying from COVID, which of course is the one of the primary self-serving concerns of taking the vaccine. Indeed. But there's more, you can help other people. Yeah, yeah you can contract it, Bradley, Jonathan Isaac, Andrew Wiggins, Kyrie Irving, others. You can contract it, give it to somebody else, that person can die. They're not perhaps a, a, a superstar well, athlete. I liken it to the seatbelt thing, right? Okay, people put on seatbelts all the time. That doesn't mean that there aren't going to be horrific car accidents. The seatbelt is to give you a better opportunity to walk away from that horrific car accident. But wait, there's more. This seatbelt actually helps other people. And if enough people put on the seatbelt in mass, car accidents altogether stop. But if you don't put on the, the seatbelt, guess what else happens? New kinds of car accidents pop up. So it's like, imagine a seatbelt, which I'm sure you put on in your car, Imagine you could do that, but like it, it's way more effective. No doubt. And but, but did you hear about the guy that had seatbelt burn on his shoulder one time? And if you're looking out for number one, yeah. And if you're looking out for your team, well, now there are very real consequences um, put in place in part by the NBA and in part by local city ordinances. At the moment, Kyrie Irving can't play home games. He right. can't. He can't enter. Whatever the hell it's called, that's Barclays. A, that's an incredible storyline. That's gonna. So I, you got to think that that y- you figure out a way around that because he's a he's a superstar. Listen, but, but I can totally see Kyrie saying, "You know what? I'm out. Hey, I won't and play." More power to you, uh, you know. But like, hey, there is a a thing going on, and you know, it would help if. In my opinion, I just disagree. I'm not the the foremost authority. I just read what the foremost authority said. Well, and maybe somebody talked to. Carl Anthony Towns, who has lost seven family members to COVID, including his mother. I mean, hopefully people like that can can get to some of these other guys. It's um, I'm just I, I just people just continue the NFL for a lot of good reasons and players can be like sometimes pun, a punching bag for people. But golly, if if it isn't the NBA saying look over here, we're also you know 
we're making news in not such a great way is that like it seems like in those locker rooms not a big deal to and there are some scenarios where you really can't get the vaccine medical reasons no question and that is a personal private no question but when you do talk it out no question as eloquent as you can sound sometimes the 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 logic and the reasoning only get halfway there you're missing the whole other part of it of of banding together trying to suppress the pandemic yes and 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 everybody's screaming so nobody hears people talking and that's why i liked bradley beal at least talking and i thought he was like calm about it although i thought he, he thought he was like dunking on all these reporters with the hmm, still get COVID, huh case in point i'm knock, like knock who's there breakthrough cases that's who <laughs> anyways uh yeah i'm over the nba drama too and it is kind of a bummer because a lot of people are watching those players and saying Oh, I wonder if I should get vaxxed or not. Well, Bradley Beal is not getting vaxxed. That's the only thing about being a... But if you think that's the right thing, then, you know, more power to you. Um, you got your bald cap ready? Yeah. Yeah, I'm tired of... I said, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Fuck yep. yeah. Totally do. And, um, yeah, I'm sick and tired of Stanford Steve Coughlin bullying you that's with right. that good-looking waterfall mullet. mullet, yeah. And bullying me with my sideburns, which look perfectly fine. They do look better today, by the way. It's not, look. Let's go, let's just talk to Stanford Steve. Okay. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, what's the catch? But after speaking with them and using their service, it all made sense. There isn't a catch, okay? Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. By cutting out retail stores, there's no crazy overhead costs that get passed down to you in the form of mystery fees. Instead, Mint just passes on sweet savings direct to you. Look, guys, Mint Mobile is a really good deal. You get premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. You can keep your same phone number along with your existing contacts so there's no headaches involved. I love that. The best part is Mint Mobile has a seven-day money-back guarantee. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door free, go to mintmobile.com slash greenlight. That's mintmobile.com slash greenlight. Cut your wireless bills to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash greenlight. Steve. Hi, gentlemen. What's up, big dog? Hi, big dog. How are you? Good. How are you? You really pissed my hairdresser off yesterday, texting about my mullet. Yeah, that's why I saw, tweeted me. I saw Dana yesterday. Biggest mu- <laughs> the, my, our hairdressers. Yes. No. Took offense. They took offense to Steve's comments. Uh, two things. If you were that proud of your mullet, you wouldn't wear a hat with the Manning cast and show everybody what's going on. And I don't know what's going on making under his hat right now. Oh, well, we've had a tough week, Steve. We just decided to shave our heads in solidarity Uh, with you. Here we are. Now we all have the same haircuts. Going with the Cochlin today. Yeah. You like that? It's like a precinct in here. Like that? I mean, I wouldn't mess with you guys with that look. That's a that's a Man, you look are like you a renegade, now? man. Are you happy now, Steve? No sideburns down here. Is that good for you? <laughs> uh, I think I, I see him. Yeah, I think I see him. We'll keep him on in solidarity for these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How'd these get here, Reed, via Amazon? 
Party starts here. A local. Oh, uh, you stopped at the party starts here on the way to the sex shop. Uh, right, Doctor. <laughs> 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 you have to. They're right on the same route. You want you want your party hats. You go there. You want your blow up doll. You just right buy local. Buy local. Um, Steve, how are you, dude? I'm good. I'm good. Um, was uh, getting ready for this. We got a big weekend. Oh, There's boy, actually dude. a big college football game in Maryland. Are you coming up for it? Okay. I avoid all nuclear waste <laughs> sites. I don't want to end up in like a Chernobyl situation because that place is a dump. We all know that. It's a fucking dump. Um, well, yeah, I mean, but we're, we have Big Ten football here. You know, ACC is probably on the outside looking into the playoff. I wanted to see if you guys wanted to come up and see some Big Ten football. Yeah, I just don't. You know, I'd like top to five do team it. in the country yeah, coming I'd to like town. to do it without getting tetanus, you know, so maybe I'll just stay in Charlottesville to watch on DirecTV. Uh, they got a big jumbotron. <laughs> it's, it's coming out for the game tonight. Have you been to College Park, I guess, yet in, in your time in the DMV? I'm I take, did. I'm taking this bald cap off. It hurts my I got ass, a, dude. Last time I went, I got a speeding ticket 39 and a 25 on that main drag. It's, it's the worst place in the world. It really is. <laughs> well, that's perfect. That's a perfect way to start because we got five undefeated matchups. One of them that, you know, like I was going to ask you because you're my gambling dad, yep. Steve. Iowa minus three at Maryland on a Friday night. They're number five in the country. My heart, is it my heart or my brain that that's just going to make me hammer Iowa? Because, you know, I hate Maryland. But they actually look pretty good, and I kind of don't get yeah. it. Is it almost fishy? It, it, oh, it's it, it's very fishy. Um, when you look at it, it started at four, and that's that's what makes me even think more about it. Now it's down to three. You know, we know that we know we know what Iowa brings to the table as far as the defense comes. That thing's going to travel. Right. They just haven't been good on offense, Chris. Like I know Iowa's not going to wow you on the offensive end, but like if the, if the defense didn't get these turnovers, they'd be in a lot of trouble. Like Colorado State lost to Vanderbilt. And, and Iowa was in a, in a tussle with them last right. week at home. It's, it's a real contrast of styles. Uh, Iowa's got the best center in the country. I can't wait to watch him. Uh, Linderberg or Linderbaum. I'm sorry. He's, he's phenomenal. Uh, and, and Maryland comes at you with all the flash. Like they got, they got five star, four or five star guys at receiver. So how does that offense with, with Leah T uh, Tunga Viola, who's been awesome. He's completing 75, 76% of his passes. How does that go against Jeez. Iowa? We, you know, it's, it, it's, it's a real interesting thing. Maryland's done a good job recruiting. They have. They've got better players on defense. Um, so, you know, what's going to give? I, turnovers is going to be huge. Iowa's lived off them to start this year. Um, and you mentioned the, the undefeated matchups. I think a huge thing this week to look out for, and, I, and there's three teams in the top 12, that are all playing their first true road game in like two years. Oh, wow. Like teams have, I've seen a lot of teams go on the road for the first time this year and get swallowed up. Yeah. Um, so, you know, with the, with the changeover rosters and the, and the quarterbacks, you know, having the youth they have, and, and, and if they did play last year, they didn't play road games, you know? So it's, it's a whole different thing now when I think about Arkansas, Ole Miss, and, and Oklahoma this week. Oh, so I might change my lock to Georgia because I'm looking at that and people, I don't know if you're going to put your balls in the wheelbarrow there. They're laying like 18 and a half, but I, I think I'm going to, you know, um, Randy Marsh this. <laughs> I think I'm going to take Georgia. I mean, what does this say about them? You got a second ranked team a and an eighth ranked team. Last time Arkansas won a top 10 matchup on the road was 1964. Oh, let's go dogs. <laughs> wow. 18 um, and a half. Yeah, 18 and a half, bro. 18 and a half. I, I will say, you know, Arkansas is 
been really impressive with their with their big games. This, you know, they they smoked uh, Texas, and last week they got A and M, and. They're different, man. They're, they're like a different deal here. Where they just play three down guys, those guys are really good. Right. But they got, I mean, with these super seniors now, I think they have like three on their defense. Um, they got a, the first rounder at safety in Catalan. Um, I really want to see Georgia's offense. If they're, if they're the best team in the country, they cover this game and they score 30. Um, so I, I'm interested to see that. I would probably lean taking the 18 and a half, though, knowing what I'm getting with that Arkansas defense. All right, so we've talked about two of them. Which game here of these five undefeated matchups is going to be the game that in like January we're going to look back at and say, okay, that game mattered the most that in, in that weekend? Uh, probably Alabama, Ole Miss. But I, I, I mean, last week we talked about it, guys. You were, you were bummed at the slate, and I brought up Clemson because I wanted to see him go on the road in a, in a real true road game, yeah. and we saw what happened. Yeah. And now I look at the offensive problems they have. Oklahoma's got the same deal. They're a mess off on the offensive line. And now they go to Manhattan and play Kansas State, who's beat them two years in a row, I want to say, as a 20-point dog both times. Right. And Kansas State's not flashy at all. They're off, they lost their quarterback. It's going to be a dogfight, but they'll muck it up a lot against Oklahoma, which is what Oklahoma doesn't want to do. You know that. But, I mean, all eyes are going to be on Tuscaloosa with Lane, you know, going to face Nick, trying to be that first assistant to beat him. Uh, he's, been, he's done spent plenty of time on the bird. Uh, tweeting, tweeting out stuff. Uh, so, yeah, Wilbon and him got a little, a little spicy. Yeah, beef. <laughs> yeah, um, a little spicy beef. You know, it's sujuk it, platter. Have you ever had sujuk? It's uh, it's a spicy beef sausage. It's delicious. <laughs> it's true. It's good. Where do you get that? Uh, uh, Afghan kebab here salt in and kebab. When, Oh, Salton. Sorry. Yeah, it's you spelled, come down here. Hey, our first meal will be uh, sujuk. Yeah, it's su-juk. spelled S U C U K, but it's pronounced sujuk. Yeah. Spicy beef right. like Wilbon and Lane Kiffin. So, ah, yeah. okay. so how about um, Saban? Huh? <laughs> He's looking at me. Well, hold on. Can I can I ha- issue a rebuttal? <laughs> He's is, not arguing anything. Are are the Bearcats and the Irish? Is, is that not a more January important matchup? Because the winner of that might have a, an inside track. Well, that's to be what playing I'm saying. Like end. you yeah. know, because Bama and Ole Miss. I'm like, if it goes according to plan, yeah. we're going to look back in January and say, oh, Ole Miss, they they were never real anyways. And yeah, I think the Cincy and Notre Dame game, you've got one like team that's basically grandfathered in every fucking year and then the other team i'm kind of wondering how high cincinnati can climb with cincinnati they still need a lot of dominoes to fall in front of them right uh you know they need the big 12 out they probably need the pack 12 out uh but yeah i mean they, they're not going anywhere if they if they don't win this game um but i it's it's a I mean, anytime Notre Dame could cry being an underdog, it's 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 an automatic for me to take Notre Dame as an underdog at home. They've won the game outright the last five times in this scenario yeah. with Brian Kelly. Uh, they're off that win against Wisconsin. Uh, plenty of plenty of storylines with coaching staffs and Kelly being a former coach of Cincinnati and. Notre Dame's off uh, defense coordinator Marcus Freeman was Cincinnati's defense coordinator the last couple of years. So I lean Notre Dame there because I mean I love Desmond Ritter. I, yeah. I, I thought about him preseason for the Heisman. Um, but if there's anybody that knows every one of his moves, it's Marcus Freeman who coached against him every day in practice the last two yeah. years. So I give Notre Dame an edge there. Um, and I, I just I, Cincinnati went and won at Indiana. That's the other game they had circled because it's out of conference, you know, against a Power Five. They just weren't as impressive in that game to me, and they didn't look comfortable at all on the road, and I worry 
that the Notre Dame uh, will get some juice from that home crowd and, and, and win the game. And you think what when it comes to Alabama and Ole Miss is going to be more of the same, like business as usual, or is this year different because it feels a little different? It, oh, it's different. Um, but, like, you know, are you going to give the points? You're going to take the points. You're going to take the under, which is nuts, or you take the over. What's it at on your site? 79 and a half? When that total is 79 and a half, Alabama and Ole Miss. I feel like this game should be 85 or something, dude. I like the over. I mean, do you think people will be afraid to? No. To pound no. that number? Okay. I don't um, think so at all. It, everybody just talking about Lane, you know, this is the rematch he wanted, seeing how, you know, they, they set every re- – or I should say Alabama set every record – uh, in the worst way, last year when they played on the defensive side, I think it was yards. I think they went for 700 yards. Yeah, um, it's just ugly. So I got to think Alabama's got to have a couple, you know, another, you know, a couple bullets in the gun defensively, you know, because when I watch Alabama against Florida back, their linebackers really, I mean, and, and it's, a, it's a deal all over the place, right? Um, you know, lineman downfield on the RPOs and the strain it puts on your inside backers. And they were not good against Florida. And you know Lane's going to go right after that deal oh, yeah. now. So oh, what yeah. do you do? Can you still play too high, you know, and and, and help your backers out in the run game? But I, it's getting – I mean, Chris, you watch all these games too. I mean, as a defensive guy, it's got to be brutal. Like, I go back. Look, go back and watch the Chargers game winning touchdown to Mike Williams. It's a fade on the four-yard yep, line. Yep. The whole offensive line is in the end zone. Yep. Yep. It's what are the rules? Play, what are the rules? Just, what are the rules? And he just throws it. But it, I appreciate them missing that one because I was on the right side for once <laughs> on that game. My only other question is, what do you think it's harder to do? Be an assistant and come back and play Belichick or be an assistant and come back and play Saban? Because on the field, it feels like right now, Belichick doesn't have the Brady security blanket, so it's easier. But it's probably a, a tougher 50-yard line conversation. Yeah. Um, I, I would say Saban. Because you're probably taking a job that's not as good as Alabama. If you're going in the NFL, uh, you know you, you got some pros on your team that may, yeah. you know maybe you can figure something out. But uh, it's it's a it's an interesting deal. I always wondered what goes on in those those half those fifty yard line. Oh my god, dude! It's so awkward. It's so awkward because yeah. you're like somebody has a microphone. Do they not have a microphone? We laughed about the <laughs> the Peyton Manning uh, uh, Mike McCarthy meeting. At uh, at midfield at the the Hall of Fame game on Hard Knocks, you good? And, and then a month later, yeah, you good? Yeah, you good? Good, I'm good. <laughs> good, I'm good. I'm good. Good, you good? Take care. Take much care. How's the weather? Yeah, yeah. And then family and, good. And they're like, that's good stuff. And then they play music into the commercial. But like a month later, Manning's on the megacast screaming at Mike McCarthy to call a timeout. Hey, give us one college lock. I'll take Notre Dame. Okay, um, cool. You know, as as a as a uh, as a home dog in I like that scenario, I like the way. I like the way it sets up for them. That's really provocative. Give me one. The Wisconsin Badgers. I I like that one, too. We're fucking parking our cars as a parking garage. Against Michigan, (laughs) minus one and a half. Okay. You want a couple stats to go along to back it up? Yes. Yes. Okay. Wisconsin gave up nine yards rushing to Notre Dame last week. Nine. They're giving up 23 yards rushing per game on the season. And they have two losses. Um, and when you look at Michigan, obviously they're undefeated. I think they're the only power five team that doesn't have a turnover. Wisconsin has nine. I figure mm-hmm. like that's going to even out. And Michigan, in a game where they finally played a conference opponent last week, and it was Rutgers, Michigan had two first downs in the second half. Two. And that's, that's not what I want when I go on the road uh, to play Wisconsin in a team that's had 
our number lately. So a lot to prove for Michigan still. So uh, I like Wisconsin. Fuck me. That was actually, I have it written down right here. I, I didn't realize thing... on the screen here, we're keeping track of my record. Yeah, I thought this was like a joke Our records thing. are really bad. Uh, you know, like uh, we'll share them next week. Let's give it one more week. <laughs> I'm going to not let people peek behind the curtain right now, but it's not good. Actually, so mine we'll are better it, well, than yours. Have we can a great keep week. those up. Let's all have a great week. We're all bad, dude. We're all bad. Do you want to say what yours are? You've taken a week off. Three and three in the NFL I'm, and one and one I'm in college. Five hundred everywhere. Yeah. And me and Steve are below five hundred. I'll just put it yeah. that way. It's been a, a rough couple of weeks here, but not in the bank account. I just need to bet my plays. Yeah, it's only on this podcast. It, you guys are good yeah. elsewhere. Yeah, the and low- we get another week in the NFL this year. Yeah, we do. There's a lot of time to to donate more money. Plenty of time. Um, I like Wisconsin too, but fuck it. I, I guess then I'll take. But you, fuck it, indeed, Chris. <laughs> hey, 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 Steve. <laughs> Hey Steve, yeah. do you think it'd be foolish or smart to bet the under in the Georgia game? Because you're worried a little bit about them covering by way of you know offensive production. I'm thinking they just strangle Arkansas yeah. and, and keep it low scoring. I, I like that under. Okay, I'll take the under in the Georgia. There game. we go. Whatever there we go. Teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream work. Hey, like Alabama, I, I assisted him with that Wisconsin pick, and he, we we can we can move on here. But Alabama forty-seven, Ole Miss thirty-one. Sure, I like that over. Too. That's an under. Oh, but it that is? score yeah. that's an under seventy-nine just, and a half. It once takes I heard a, forty-seven, a I just long time to get yeah. there. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. That's wow. You gotta have balls, but I'm gonna do it. Pro ball here, uh, Patriots Bucks. I'm like, oh, they're playing. Yeah, uh, exactly. I feel the same way as you. Hello. Is there anything people are missing about this game? Because I feel like we hear all the same storylines. I did like the Darlington interview. I thought that was really that gave me chills a little bit here. Hearing Tom saying, "I know the wind," he does. But what are people missing as they just talk about the cliches? I don't think Mac Jones has been that bad. I know he had three picks last week. Um, one of them's, uh, you know, on a tip ball, the others on a, on Johnny Smith tipping the ball up yeah. that goes for pick six yep. and the other ones, you know, down 14, trying to put a ball in there. Um, no one's taking the Patriots in this game. No, I think I, every number I see is like 92% of the money that that's books. Love that scary when they see that now it's going to go to seven and a half. Um, I, I love the Patriots defense. It's just how, you know, can they create against Tom? Are they going to get him on the ground? Um, and you know, field position is, is, is Mac Jones going to have enough to, 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 to go up and down the field. They don't have any game breakers. Um, and I think you saw, you know, you need those against the Buccaneers defense as we did with the Rams last week. So if, if I got to take the game, I'm going to take the home dog, um, for sure. Just because no one else is. I'm worried because I think the total is 43 or so. And I just did it in my head and I think it's like 27, 17, so mm. that scares me a little bit. I had them, you know, I had New England and Tampa under as one of my locks. I'm going to think on that. I'm with you, man. Um, it, it's going to be interesting. And, you know, the whole craft calling Bill an asshole, which, of course, I don't think was, like, malicious. I'm sure it was like, hey, I mean, it's stating the obvious. The guy's like, his his brand is being an asshole. And I think it's awesome. And I think, I think Robert probably loves it at the end of the day. Um, I would love to see New England win this game. Mr. Craft. That would be awesome. Oh, Robert Mister, yeah, yeah Mister. you're right. Yeah, you're right, especially because I haven't talked to him in years. Tough um, scene for you. <laughs> who, who do you think is the one player that Bill's yelling about in a meeting room? Like, you know, he wants to take one person away every game. Who do you think it is? Oh, offensively that's a good for the Bucks, I don't think it's Gronk. I mean, Gronk yeah. is just a situation I'd thing. Love Probably to hear Mike him Evans. Talk about Gronk and yeah, Mike Evans. 
I think it's uh, Godwin in the slot. Ah, AB's you, back. You know what? I, I this would be yeah. one of the most interesting. Any do, I, there are documentaries, right? And then there would be this documentary. Oh. Just like be in the meeting room this week, listening to Bill playing chess with uh, his old friend, and like these things that you know, if you know New England, their idiosyncrasies, like. How are they filling those boxes? Who are the players they're obsessing about this week? And what is he saying about Tom's weaknesses, Tom's secrets? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, what does yeah. Tom really fear? What does he hate? I'd love to know. Do you think, you know, you hear stories about Belichick with guys going back into the facility for a workout or whatever at night, and Belichick's like on the treadmill looking ahead to next week's opponent, just oh, yeah. watching him. Do you think he's doing that this week? I don't looking know ahead. if he's looking ahead this week, man. I think he might have told uh, Ernie to like moonlight and help him out a little bit. Yeah, I can't wait till it's over. Like here. the Monday night game is way better. Yeah, wait, Monday night's gonna be awesome. Yeah, well, I mean, storyline game. This is gotcha. a first take game, right? You know, we got to get Big our first take in podcast games. All right, we've got division leaders, uh, Steve. We got mm-hmm. Raiders, Bengals, Titans, Bills, Rams, Packers, Panthers, Cowboys. Who are two of them that you think, or one or two of them, because I have two in mind, uh, that are least likely to make the playoffs? Oof. Um, probably Cincinnati. Yeah, that's number um, one, probably. Nothing yeah, else, Joe. I'll tell you who I would take a shot at to win their division, and they're in last place right now, and it's not the Chiefs, the Vikings. Uh-oh. See, when we had this conversation earlier and we got to the Packers, I was checkmarking things off and I did like one of those squiggly checks because I'm like, I mean, it's not that far-fetched. And I fucking have no. the under on the Vikings total wins, but if they keep kind of putting it together, Kirk can get hot, dude. He was awesome and last beating week. beating the Niners is not enough to, to tell me that like Green Bay no. is out of the woods. No. Big one not this week, Cleveland yeah. and Minnesota. Yeah, Huge. Cleveland and Minnesota. Yep. Also, the Raiders were mentioned in the back room talking about this. Uh, I think the Raiders still make the playoffs. I'm jumping out of the gym for them. The Panthers, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Really? I could be dead wrong, and I'd love to be wrong because I love Sam Darnold. Um, I love the head coach there. I love love a couple of those defensive pieces that we had to name a couple weeks ago, and we knew more than we thought. (laughs) Burns. Yeah. Thompson. Chin. The fucking Derek Brown kid. I mean, there's like four or five guys there. Oh, yeah. But oh, I, yeah. I still don't think they make the playoffs. I, I just, there's there's a little depth in the NFC that I worry about there. Okay. Um, how, right. about, how about you? Is it just the Bengals? Um, Broncos are up there, right? Because they're undefeated. Oh, yeah. And they are leading so the division. Take, yeah, I would take Denver and Cincinnati. That. Not to make the playoffs. Uh, okay. Give me your three NFL picks this week. Can't. Kansas City, because I think Philly stinks. Mm. Couldn't give it out. Why? I just he'll, can't give it out. He'll be in Philly Come this on. weekend. He's going to be Oh, there. you got the big tailgate? Is that this weekend? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do Can that I, this week. Because I don't want to be sitting there is in the fourth quarter. my invite coming Friday? Yeah, you, 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 you can, you, hey, you you can, can have invites right now. It's yeah. Thursday. I want it formal. I need it in print. Okay. Oh, he doesn't do formal anything, especially uh, invitations. <laughs> hey, you should come out to Montana one year. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you got that one too. What do you, oh, yeah, what do you yeah. need? Like a wedding invite to visit me? You know, hey, yeah, man. I could put it on the calendar so I could say, hey, look Ca- what I calendar. got. And I'm not going to be home. Calendar. This week. Free yourselves. Free yourselves. Yeah. I just don't want to be up there sitting up there with LeGarrette watching the game in Kansas City, like gets a big lead. And I'm like, oh, well, at least, you know, I, I, I got a lock. You know, like, 
fuck. I want to root for the birds, man. The whole way. Go ahead, Steve. Who's next? Uh, I like the Vikings at home as a home dog against the Browns. Who's the best team in the AFC to you? I'm on an island. I think it's Cleveland. I think it's the Bills. Okay. Because their pass rush got better. And I think everybody's sleeping on the Bills. I think everybody, I'm not saying they're sleeping on the Bills. They don't know they're great. I think last year there's such a confirmation bias that when they get to the big stage, they're going to lose because they had a poor game plan against a really good team at that at that time. I think Josh Allen's been up there playing shitty teams and games people aren't watching. I think it's going to get real. I think the Bills are the best team in the AFC right now. They got to run the ball. Yeah. It, I mean, it just... You see it too many times, you know, where, where, where that flaw hurts you down the road when games these games matter. So you I, said you said Cleveland, but you're going to put them at two and two through four, huh? Exactly. I'm, ta- I'm taking the Browns. I am. The Tough Browns, schedule. Yeah, the, Bra- the Browns are, are are one of my locks. So yeah, just Ooh. throw that one in there. Browns head to head. Yeah. Uh, you got Kansas City. You got the Vikings and whom? I'm going to take Russ. This is it for the Seahawks with me. Um, I'm going to take him as a dog at San Francisco. Um, I think they have to win this game uh, or else everything's going to start swirling around there, which we have not seen since he's taken over there. I'm five um, days clean, not betting the Seahawks. And I hope that goes for an eternity. Yeah. yeah. They're, uh, they're tough. I mean, if you, if you could, um, if you give Garoppolo time, that secondary showing a lot of holes, but I'm not still sold on Garoppolo. I'll take Seattle plus the points. And the corners, you know, in yeah. uh, San Francisco. So um, I'll take the Lions covering Campbell. I'm all over it. I think this might even be the, the week they get a win. I, I, I just, listen, I like the guy. I'll admit it's a soft spot for me. It's a blind I spot. I, I like the fucking guy. And I thought people just been shitting on him. So I'm pulling for him because he's really competent. At, at, maybe he's not competent. He hasn't proven that yet. But what he has proven is that at least the players buy him. Because you don't no go out there, and we'll see week 10 through 16 if you're 1-15 mm-hmm. how, how he handles controversy. But so far, this team has played over its head in a couple games. So I like the Lions uh, covering and getting getting two and a half. They won't need it. They might they might win the whole damn thing. I also like the Browns, as I mentioned. And uh, I'm flirting with the Tampa New England under or the Denver Baltimore under. Eesh. Fuck it, I'll take the Bills laying a million points. Mm. <laughs> yep. What's the other guy got? You're up. Okay, fine. You still got the ball cap on. I know your head is pounding. I uh Okay, we're gonna go are definitely hanging out about <laughs> it. Yeah, the they are, dude. No, they're not. No, yes, they're, they they're, are. They're, cur- they're swooping, they're curling, which is cool. Wayland's tail. Wayland's tail, but on the side of your head. <laughs> All right. Now he looks like the old guy at the Y going for a swim. He All does. Right. The uh, Boardwalk Empire swimmer. I don't know what the the, the, the lines are one. now. Okay, America's team, the New York Giants, plus eight in New Orleans. <laughs> Evan Ingram liable to 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 oh, fumble man. the ball into the end zone, recovered by another Giant for a score. <laughs> Love that one. Washington football team, a point and a half favorite oh. in Atlanta. Yeah. I'm back and forth on that one too. Could the Falcons screw around and get to 500? No, I think Washington's this is a, a lot this, better. I just do want to say this though. Yeah. Uh, this is a get well game for that D line. I've been all over it mm. that they've been overrated, but that's nothing against them. It has more to do with the people saying absurd shit than a good a good defensive line. This is a week somebody gets hot. Sacks come in bunches. You need the 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 momentum. I think this is the week they just play a dog shit team and get going. 
Logan Thomas, seven for 92, Steve, and two touchdowns. Damn. Oh, I would love that. And the Indianapolis Colts, plus about a point and a half in Miami. You got to win. Why not? Or forget about it. Why not? Yep. Colts. Bangarang. Forget about it. Last thing, Soldier Field's going away. You, well, the writing's on the wall. They're fucking buying up land. The household median income is like twice what it is in Chicago, in, in Arlington. So is Soldier Field going away, Steve? And like, what the fuck? Why would they do that? I don't know. I had a question for you. Do you have a, a blow-up picture of that ball going up and you looking at it on the field? I don't, but maybe I should you have should that. You should get that. I that, should. That, that would be, I mean, <laughs> I, I know there. you like your... I, I know there. you like your plants in the yeah. background, but that would be incredible. Like a black and white yeah. of that. Yeah. That'd be sick. I just couldn't see football without soldier field, man. And I, yeah, I'm super bummed to read that news, even if it makes a lot of financial sense, but didn't know if you had a soldier field memory or anything. Uh, a couple, um, 86 playoffs when they just destroyed Phil Sims and the giants. I mean that, think about that Chicago in the winter on an old, AstroTurf. That had to be brutal. Yeah. And the guy jumping out of the stands to catch the extra point on Monday Night Football. Remember that? That was yeah. Soldier Field. And 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 what year is that? Ooh, Decade. I'm gonna guess ninety-five. Ninety-five. Yeah, that turf had to hurt back then. Yeah. Oh. I'm just bummed about it, Steve. Not to end on a downer and bury Soldier Field like like we gave it an obituary, but they uh, just spent yeah. about a billion dollars on it. Yeah, in the I early two thousands, they spent like a fuck ton of money to make it look like a spaceship was fucking Soldier Field, and, and I think it's it right looks there. super cool. It's right there. Yeah. It's in a super cool area, and like, why would you ever move it? If if Soldier Field moves, it's just the sanctity of of American stadiums is gone, dude. We've just we've crossed the Rubicon. I hear you. I yeah. totally agreement. Sorry. Sorry to rant. Steve, be well. Love oh. you guys. Wait. Oh! Oh! He, he said, love you. Love you, Steve. Love is love, love you Steve. too. I feel it. I feel it. It took a couple of weeks. Bang. I didn't think, I didn't think Macon was going to show up every week, so I had to prove a point, Chris. I'm here. He's here. He's contractually obligated. Here in a big way. Yeah. <laughs> See you, buddy. Hey, we got a really exciting event coming up in Philly on October 3rd. I'll be hosting a Legends tailgate party that you don't want to miss. There'll be food, drinks, and music. LeGarrette Blunt is going to be there. Brent Selleck's going to be there. I'm going to be there. It's from 9 to noon on Sunday, October 3rd at the Navy Yard in Philadelphia. The best part is that all proceeds go to Philly youth and towards ending water insecurity. Get tickets today at waterboys.org slash events. Hey, just had this thought. Okay. You are an Anglophile because you're European. Hmm. Hey, you're American. <laughs> you're American when you go into the bathroom. Yeah. You're American when you come out of the bathroom. When you're in the bathroom. What though. are you when you're in the bathroom? You could be Swiss. You could be from Greece. You know, you could be from Ireland, the UK. You're European. European. Yeah. That's right. Soldier Field thing does bum me out. Sorry to get a little like Debbie Downer there at the end of a wildly entertaining segment with Steve. In a wildly entertaining segment to come with James Coe. Yeah, I know. Let's just bum out for a minute. Let's bum out for a minute. Okay. Sad about Soldier Field. As you should be. I didn't even play there. Kyle's probably sad about it. If like, cause the, I think this probably means like unquestionably that they're going to make a move or that the, the, they said it overtly that they're at the very least considering it, right? 
They've Arling- said that. Arlington, Arlington Heights. Yeah, Arlington Heights. That doesn't even sound, that sounds so stupid, dude. They're going to show the Arlington Heights skyline. What is that? Part gonna, the shots outside the new stupid field turf stadium. It's probably going to have half a roof, like all these new stadiums. Part of the appeal of Soldier Field is that it's right there in downtown Chicago, too. Right on the water. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's awesome. It's beautiful. It is gorgeous. Whatever they're raising to build another new stadium, you might as well just light that money on fire because fuck that. Yeah, light the money on fire, man. Stop doing this. Stop with the new stadiums, bro. Before it's all said and done, it's going to be impossible to look at, dude. I would much rather watch Bucks rams at that coliseum Mm. i know but what about the suites Uh, just say it out loud you don't care about fans watching at home anymore all those steps in the coliseum are uneven too it's fun yeah and you don't care about the people at the stadiums anymore because you're pricing them all out like so it sucks man some of my favorite stadiums what are we most worried about i mean i'm not worried about landover because i think they're going to bulldoze that thing anytime now and i'd be really excited if that would happen It'd probably be one of those situations where you, like one of those Chernobyl situations. I talked, there we are in Maryland again, but I was talking about College Park. You might want to put a hazmat suit on, Mm -hmm. you know, demoing that thing. Mm -hmm. Diarrhea everywhere. Going through the list in the NFL, there are very few that are still standing, worth saving. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you got Lambo. Yep. I don't think that's going anywhere, but it's not near and dear to my heart, but I don't think it's going anywhere. Arrowhead, I guess. Love Arrowhead. God, that's a beautiful retro stadium. Mile High? Is Mile High even old enough to be? Mile High has the the only thing I think about. I don't think Mile High is old enough to be really. I'm not worried about Mile Mile High. I'm worried about that big horse. Broke ground in 1999. Opened in 2001. Yeah, dude. That's like the 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 pukiest era of stadium. Knock it over. It's a. Just knock it over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I would worry about in another sport, you know, Dodger Stadium. I hope that doesn't go anywhere. Correct. I hope Dodger Stadium doesn't go anywhere. Fen- Fenway Park, you know, Wrigley Field. I especially would like Wrigley Field to stick around. If they ever bury Wrigley Field, like just cancel sports. Yeah, you can't do it. Wrigley Field at the corner of. Uh, yeah, whatever the fuck. Everybody knows. Yeah, dude. The Ivy, the whole thing. Beer. Drunk people. Yankee Stadium. Seven total seats and the whole thing. Yeah, you're right there. Uh, Where else? Hey, how about Old Trafford? St. James Park. Yeah, this is is the European Wembley. Yeah, European again. Yeah. European again. We should get to James Coe. Hey, Cameron Indoor, for the record. It's awesome. I hate to say it, but it's awesome. Sweaty. Very sweaty. Don't let that thing go down. They want a little shoebox there. Yeah. Well, we own Duke, so... Yeah. I'm a man enough to say I like Cameron Indoor. Palestra, shout out. Twitter, we got our shit together, okay? We got a a real handle, reflective of the name of the podcast. Guys, we did it. Applaud. And now go follow us, at Greenlight. Twitter is at Greenlight. We also have a new YouTube channel name as well, Greenlight Tube. Hope you guys like that. James Coe is in the building. What's up, James? What's cracking, boys? Dude, we're having a great week. It's only getting better. <laughs> it's only getting better. Big fantasy week in Studio J. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a bit of a <laughs> Belichick-Brady thing. Yeah. The Cucks. Uh, and the Houses. Highest scoring team versus it. defending champs. They're playing promos. 
We're going to tell you that legacy doesn't mean shit. I'm the Bucks. Yeah, no. You're the Pats. It's the only thing I have to hang my hat on. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, James, I want to kick this thing off asking you, who'd you rather have rostered the rest of the season? I'm going to go quarterback, running back, and then wide receiver, starting with QBs, Dak or Russell? Russ, as he likes to be called. Uh, I think Dak, uh, I think he's got some better weapons, and right now he's just playing at an extremely high level, man. I, I've been, just been so impressed uh, by how well he's played after coming back from injury, man. It's like you would you would have, you watch Dak play, you would have no idea no. Uh, that yeah, this man wouldn't. missed football last year. Um, and the other thing, too, it's like I love Russell Wilson, and listen, I love Pete Carroll, too, but... <laughs> like this whole let Russ cook thing, like it's never taken off, guys. Like, yeah. let's stop trying to make this a thing. It's never gonna take off. Pete is Pete, man. Like, and I get he's got like young guy energy, but at the end of the day, he's still an old man. Yeah, he's still doing old man things. You know what I'm saying? So, like, nah, man, give me Dak rest of the season. You you think everybody assumes Pete Carroll reads the internet, and I just don't think he cares about a hashtag. So, well, I mean, nope. he, he reads. Some corners of the internet. I guess so. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Jordan Peterson and such. How about running backs? And I'm with you, by the way, on Dak. He's unbelievable. It's hard. He might be the most likable player in the NFL. I put oh, him up there. 100. Yeah. Because think yeah, about yeah. it. He's doing no this doubt. despite being a cowboy. <laughs> it's really unbelievable when you think about it. I should hate what? the guy. Everybody why are you drilling that. on America's team, bro? Come well, on now. You know, you know how it is. They just like <laughs> NFCs for two years and, you know, the America's team thing. <laughs> Running back, Saquon Barkley, Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. or Najee Harris. You know what's really interesting is that, like, I, I know Saquon's it looks like he's starting to ramp up back into form and, and I get it. Like he still has some of that juice left in him. Um, but you know what? And and I know that Pittsburgh's offense looks like an absolute dumpster fire. But in PPR, I'll still take Najee Harris. I mean, the dude got targeted 19 times in week three. Ben's arm is absolute jello right now, and he's looking for checkdowns. And give me Najee Harris in in all these little checkdown contests, and and I think Harris is going to have more value in PPR. Ben does. He looks a little old. I'll say that at this point. He might not be able to throw it farther than... Najee can run five You're right, yards exactly. That's why he's getting so many targets. Wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins or DK Metcalf? Uh, this one's a tough one for me. I, I don't know how injured Nuke Hopkins is right now. Um, is that what's limiting his targets? Is, is that why they're not trusting uh, targets thrown his way? I'm not 100% sure. Um, but I, I'll say this. I, I think DK's got higher upside, and it's only because of the emergence of guys like Christian Kirk and Rondell Moore in Arizona. Now, all of a sudden, there's a healthy competition for targets in the desert that I don't think Nuke has had before. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, since Will Fuller, really, in Houston, you know what I mean? So I think there's an extra competition for targets. Um, there's more volume in Arizona. You know they're going to throw more. Yeah. Uh, but I just wonder, you know, with DK and, and Tyler Lockett, Tyler Lockett's kind of sort of banged up right now too. I just wonder if, if if DK just soaks up all of the targets there in Seattle. Who are the most disappointing fantasy players thus far this year and, and who can turn it around? Uh, I think George Kittle, Allen Robinson, and Jonathan Taylor are three guys that um, that I certainly highlighted as being big-time disappointments. I, I think Jonathan Taylor can turn it around. I've been saying this about JT, man. 
I love the athleticism. Uh, you look at that size-speed combination at the running back position, it's rare. It's rare you ever see something like that. And he's playing behind a, uh, with a coach in an, in an offense that want to run the ball. Boy, the boy um, do they. <laughs> <laughs> man really frank do. reich man they would just they'd love to run the ball 60 times man they really would um so i think he's got some opportunity to turn it around now last year man like he absolutely feasted on bad running defenses and didn't look great against good run defenses um and i, I think that may be coming into play uh, this year as well. Yeah, I mean, their O-line the Al- is decimated. Sorry to interrupt you, James. Yeah. Their, their O-line is bad right now. I mean, I've been saying this in relation to the Carson Wentz conversation. It's like the O-line is not much better than the one he had in Philly. It's still Carson's fault in Indy right now. He's got to make the throws, but uh, it's bad, and the run game's affected too. The big man's on the bench. So I currently have a trade offer out. I'm offering up uh, – this is probably bad form to do this no, because I'm showing to- my cards. I'm offering Zeke and – OBJ for Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup. Now that'd be good for me. Yeah. But doesn't really matter if Ombre Loco is not going to even respond after 36 <laughs> freaking hours. 36 hours. I mean, just say no. I mean, be respectful. To be fair, I wouldn't have responded either. I don't know where the trade button is on the, the damn application. So let, I'm going to let James finish. What were you saying, James? You done? Why are you tripping after, you you tripping after 36 hours? 36 hours. 36 hours. It's I got bad. A, I mean, I got a big game this week. It's a day and a half. It's a day and a half. Like, dude, what? It, it's going to take <laughs> it is. a day when for you it just to process. put it like that, James. It's not much time. A day and a half. No. You see how yeah. he made it seem like an eternity? <laughs> I have a game that starts literally Thursday night. Well, it's not Ombre Loco's fucking problem, evidently. Evidently. <laughs> There's not some collective bargaining agreement. Hey, but he mentioned a name. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. Kittle, are what? we. Are Kittle. we are we going are we after Kittle out? in leagues? Or are we yeah. Kelsey, think, Waller, and in, in, in waiver wire? You know, it's interesting. There's like a little movement right now to get Trey Lance in, in San Francisco. And I just want to play devil's advocate a little bit. Like I get a Jimmy G looks skittish as hell in the pocket whenever there's pressure. Um, now, that being said, he also missed a lot of football, man. Like yeah. he's coming back. I wonder if he's rounding into form as well. I just want to give him a little extra time. And, yeah. and plus, it's like, like first of all, America loves the backup quarterback, and I, and I understand. You know what I'm saying? But Trey Lance played one game last year at North Dakota State. Like, we don't know what we not, have with Trey Lance. Not to mention, he might not be it's, ready. it's happening right now in Chicago. Now, albeit with a much worse situation, okay? I'm not right. comparing Matt Nagy to Shanahan, and I'm not comparing right. the rosters, but it happens all over the league. It happens every year. And if you really like a player, why do you want him ruined? Right. That's what I would ask fan on Twitter. If you like Trey Lance, maybe just be patient. 100% agree. And I just, I think Jimmy G might be trying to find his legs literally and figuratively um, as well. And that's why I think there is some buy opportunity um, for George Kittle. Like, obviously, he has disappointed. You you invested in George Kittle thinking this dude is is basically like Kelsey. He's an absolute destroyer after he gets the ball. He's just not seeing as many targets as we're anticipating right now. So, yeah, I think he's a, a little bit of a buy low. The Allen Robinson one, guys, like, I don't know, man. Like, I want to pick your brains. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, it's an absolute abject disaster in Chicago right now. And I don't know if I don't know if they could turn it around. It's bad. 
I, you know, I, I, I lived it as a viewer for years. I mean, at least one that watched the Jumbotron while Kyle was playing, and it was just... Kyle? Kyle. It was excruciating watching the way they, they lost games. And so, I mean, the way they built the roster, there just doesn't seem to be a direction, and I hate that for a player like Allen Robinson. Who's the guy sitting on benches, not waiver wires, who deserves a long, hard look at the starting lineup this week, place at I the think- table? Yeah, I think Mike Kosicki's starting to really come around. Hell yeah. Um, Love yeah. that guy. See him jump over a bench last week, put him on the team. Yeah. Start Hell yeah. Um, you know, he's third on the team in targets and routes run. Last year, this is a guy in terms of volume. The volume was there. Um, he was top 12 in targets among tight ends. This year, he's he's tied for fourth. And he's also top three in air yards right now among tight ends. So for me, the volume is absolutely there. Last year, he was fourth among tight ends in receiving yards. This year, again, he's top 10. Um, and top 10, I don't think actually, I, I, you know, quantifies or captures the amount of volume he's getting as well. So I get the quarterback situation there is absolutely a big time question mark, but he's seeing volume. And for me, I'll chase the volume. We did this last year with Logan Thomas, where we're saying, okay, this is a talented player. He's getting volume. It's not translating yet, but the key word is yet. And and I think right now, this is a guy that, again, very talented player. Can abs- He can catch the hell out of the ball, man. Um, doesn't have great quarterback play, but he is seeing volume, and I'm going to chase that every single time. I think Mike Kosicki is worth a start. Um, and, and I know he's rostered almost everywhere, but uh, absolutely worth the start, I think, depending on what your tight end situation is. Guy's a freak show. Like, athletically, total freak show. All right, game of the week in the C Vegas Fantasy Football League, Chris Long's Liberty Cuckolds against my The Houses. The Cucks Cucks have scored 508 (laughs) points this year. Bucks Pats. The Houses have scored 381 points. So I'm I'm like... Uh, How the turntables. Remember last year when you were like, he doesn't even know the fucking rules. Now, for the record, I am 2-1, and okay? I mean, that's cool. So are the the Panthers, dude. So we don't need to spend... You're the Panthers, dude. A whole lot of time on this, James. we should spend a little time on it. And and, Mostert, Judy, we have to give that disclaimer. We're not not, uh, sending our, you know... Drafted players out there due to injury. I guess you're a root for injury sort of guy. No, I'm not. I just I I thought about that stuff when I drafted. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> Did you say Mostert? Mostert. Mostert. Uh, well, that guy, however you want to say it, has an injury history. You should take that into account. You should does. read the websites. How wow. do you see it, James? Do uh, <laughs> do I have a shot? First of all, look at the confident ass look on Chris Long's face. Look at that shit. This is not, grin, it's not man. something you want to get used to. But, uh, <laughs> right now, I feel like I'm in the catbird seat. Oh, man, it's great. Hey, by the way, did I, when I looked at it, did I did I see this right? Are they projecting the cucks or the, I'm sorry, the That's houses right. to win this matchup? No, no, no. We're no, 18 no. point dogs at the moment. Yeah, like uh, uh, they're like, um, okay. who was it? The Razor Hogs. When you look at Chris's team, he 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 did well, man. Like he invested in Jamar Chase, yes, took in Debo. You know, he said, "Oh, Brandon, I getting the hype. Let me just go swoop in and get Debo okay. real quick. Let me go get Lockett, who's just been outperforming Which, ADP." Why like was he MF there for me? Why was Tyler Lockett there for me when I drafted him? I think I drafted him like the third or the fourth round. I don't know. Hope that hip's okay. You probably this week. drafted him in the. What fourth. do you mean by I, hope that I, hip's I okay this week? I want full deck for <laughs> both squads. <laughs> Look at who's rooting for injuries yeah. now, man. Oh, Come on, bro. Tables. Look at you. you so let's hear what I said? 
let's just bury the you, you know bury the story because it's not much of one it's not really much of a matchup you know uh the, the houses uh what's the prospects for the houses well, I think when you look at the back end, uh, like the top end is looking fine, you know, but like guys like Marquise Brown, Odell Beckham, Eli Mitchell in there, it's like, oh, brother, like that's, that's, that's pain. In you a 10 team league, bad luck. Hollywood, geez. in a 10 team league, oh man. Yeah. Okay. Lamar, Zeke, Eckler, Justin Jefferson. Can I ask there you are a question? some players. Were you on drugs when you drafted this team? <laughs> they was tripping me out about Derrick Henry, man. Like they're using him in the past game, Chris. Like, this is a dude that averaged 1.3 targets the previous five years, right? Like, 1.3 targets a game. The dude's averaging damn near five targets a game now. They're completely renovated, like, how they're using him in this offense. And if you start getting Derrick Henry out in space, boy, oh, my goodness. I love it, man. I love the way you're utilizing him there in Tennessee, man. Love it. This Um, is like my... uh high school graduation or something i feel good about this <laughs> yeah your your last graduation if i recall correctly <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, uh, <Wow. laughs> uh, i've got an injured aj brown in my bed oh, for you good. uh oh for all you that schooling couldn't couldn't help you draft low integrity folks <laughs> all right james <laughs> we got a little draft for you we're gonna do this every week right, man two players uh-huh. for the three of players. us uh-huh. this week is okay. quarterbacks so look oh, at yeah. your little cheat go. sheets we're gonna do a snake okay. draft hold on Chris. i want to pull up right. the espn fantasy app and just draft that way go for it who's the first pick am i the first pick who's first pick uh, chris, chris is going to announce chris is uh oh. that's, and that's me who's um, picking second james okay that would be you third and fourth and snake four. draft. Oh, snake draft. Yeah, snake many draft. snakes. Let's do it. And just Garden for the snake. record, Garden Snake. This is only for week four. Week four only. We'll we'll tabulate the points scored by these players, and we'll have a big winner. Yep. We'll keep track of standings. I'm in the app. I'm ready to draft. Stakes are bragging rights. That's it. We have too this many is like, high this stakes. This is like on a little. Show. I love it. This is like a little mini DFS tournament. Yeah. yeah. Next week said. we'll do running backs. The week after we'll do receivers. It's going to get Hell nuts yeah. in here, James. Oh, Hell yeah. It's going to be sick. Put on your hat. Uh, okay. First pick. Chris I guess Long. I'll go. I guess. Uh, I guess I'm going to have to take Josh Allen playing the Houston Texans. Dude. Okay. Hope he plays four quarters in that one. Oh, big boy. Please. Please. Oh, that's a what great do you game. mean? You I hope do. his hips okay or something? <laughs> no, if they're up forty, he's gonna now. sit down. Okay. All right. Chris has Josh Allen. James. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll take Patrick Mahomes. Shit. Um, that's a fine pick. That <laughs> was a fine pick to go, Patty Mahomes. He needs to watch out for Cox this weekend. Fletcher Cox, dude. Okay, with the third and fourth picks. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody back there. Oh, that was a that was a very awkward pause after you said Cox for sure. Look at him. All right, go ahead. Third and fourth picks. I'm gonna go Kyler Murray and Justin Herbert, the the cuck starting quarterback. I just cucked you. Oh, I'm going you Kyler Cox. Kyler and Justin oh, Herbert, and you. then James is on the clock at five. I'm so happy. That was a great move, uh, dude. I'm uh, so you went. I'm sorry. You went Kyler and who? Justin Herbert. Herbie. Kyler and Justin Herbert. Bro, I'll, I'll go Tom Brady. I think he's just going to absolutely pour it on in New England. It's a good pick. It's Fuck a good pick. me running. Fuck me running. I guess I'll take uh, Ryan Tannehill. Wow. 
Wow. That's a great pick. Off I'm, menu. Just, I'm just fading We're going bad off menu. defenses, dude. Yeah. Okay. Just I love bad it. bad defenses. I love it. You got Josh Allen, Ryan Tannehill. James has Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. Was that I have a bad Kyler pick? Murray, Justin Herbert. Was we that? will see. Okay. We'll see. I don't know about the game <laughs> script against the Jets. Going, going off menu. Oh, man. Thank you, James. Thanks, hey, James. Man. Hey, it's been great, guys. Hey, I'll see you out there on the field. A little good, digital field. Good luck to your fake players. Your f- players are like Space Jam fake. I don't know what that means. Take care. Y'all take care. I'm gonna fight you with my friends.